You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity. My name is John. I'm here with Tiny. Hello. And we are the co hosts of your favorite podcast that you tell all your friends about every day. And we have a lot of excellent news stories this week. What kind of stories you got this week, Tiny? Uh, we got a nerd in okay. England. All right. We have, That's in your wheelhouse. We have Blake Shelton, and we've got some pizza. Okay. What you got? We've got a South Korean soccer team that's in a little trouble. And then I got just a smorgasbord. I don't know the other two I'm going to do yet. There was a lot of news this week. Yeah, it was a good odd news It's a week. good thing we waited till this week right. to do the Patreon show. That's true. There's yeah, we a have, lot to talk about. We have about. a lot. Speaking of Patreon, everybody join up in there. You if know? you're not a member of our Patreon, then you're not a real Christian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah, if if I'll, I won't go that far, I'll just say you're not as cool as you could be, right? You're missing out on a lot of good stuff, uh, and we are we are encouraging you to join up. One because we want you to have more content that we're yes. creating, and two because we're broke and uh, there is like a fee, money. and Give we would money. like your money. Right. Give us your money. Yeah, but it ain't a lot of money. No, you know, like you're not gonna be able to not pay your power mm-hmm. bill. But if you have to choose between paying your power bill and Patreon, choose the Patreon, right? <laughs> right. You don't even need lights. They're not going to sell you electricity for $5. Right. Coming from my college days, it takes a lot to get your electricity cut off, all right? <laughs> now, they'll cut your water off real fast yeah. but, or faster. But uh, but your electricity, you that, that can roll for a few months mm-hmm. before they cut that off. And sometimes when they cut your water off, you can just go down there and turn it back on if they didn't yeah. put a lock on it. Right, yeah. Well, it, once you do that about three times, they'll put a lock on it, in my experience. And, th- and then you are in trouble. Yeah. And then, then you, you do have to pay it. Well, then you have because to go if you to cut your, that lock, right. now we're looking at charges. Well, you, then you have to go to your next door neighbor with a gallon milk jug that you emptied out <laughs> and uh, get water to flush your toilet. But that, outside of that, it's fine. Right. You know, it's yeah. no big deal. So how was your week this week? Are, are you back to work? I am back to work. All right. Back so. to work. Is it uh it's going to be a shock. You know, you've been laying out, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to have to get back into that. Work I am flow. no longer a man of leisure. I have fallen. <laughs> you're back. into. I'm the- just like uh, Megan Markle and Prince. What's his face? <laughs> leaving the royal fam- family. You yeah. know, I'm no longer living in the lap of luxury. That's right. Back able in the to, rat race. Yeah. Able to pursue my intellectual things that I like to do, which sure. really aren't that intellectual. <laughs> well. It's usually catching lizards. Right. Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with catching lizards. I like to catch <laughs> lizards. Or seeing how many uh, perfect bottle flips I can do. Okay. In a row. I'm anti-bottle I'm up, flip. I'm up to one. Okay. I'm anti-bottle flip. I hate it. If my kids flip a bottle, it immediately like triggers me. Yeah, I can't take it. I, don't I know wish it I had a bottle in this room right now. <laughs> I would. I would freak out. <laughs> yeah, I'd give you that dad look first. Yeah, and then I'd start counting to five the next time you did it. And you know what happens when we get to five, right? Well, now hold on. Let me back up. What if you start counting to five? But every single time you count, I get a, a perfect bottle flip in a row, and I made it up to five. It's going to be that much worse <laughs> when I get to you. <laughs> you know, a lot of parents count to three. Yeah. You know? And I decided when I was a young parent to count to five, because everybody who counts to three has to do that whole, like, two and a half, <laughs> two and three quarters. And I was like, right. well, if I start counting to five, number one, I got more time built in. Mm-hmm. And I teach my kids how to count to five quicker. <laughs> than normal right so they're halfway to 10 just from discipline so yeah i feel like that's a good plan for any young parents out there go to five you know I, this is just me i like to count to 10 
Oh. But start at four. Oh, there you go. It just freaks them out. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, my kids know if I count backwards, it's real. Because then I'm counting down to a whipping. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. I don't whip that much anymore. Uh-huh. Can't even whip Ollie, you know, <laughs> our foster kids. So. Can you threaten? I, the other day, I was like, if you get in that chair, roll it. We have a swivel chair, mm-hmm. which I will never buy another swivel chair <laughs> in my life, by the way. Because all it is is an amusement park ride for my kids. All of them, 14 years right. old down. And Ollie jumped in it and was like spinning around. And I was like, I'm about to take my belt off and I'm going to wear you out. You know, which I've never used a belt to spank <laughs> any of my children. He and you could do that anyway. He just stopped and looked at me. He was like. What you going to do that for? I was like, because you're doing something I've told you not to do a thousand times, yeah. buddy. And he was like, okay. And he jumped out of that chair and went on about and did something else. I was <laughs> like, that's good. You know, fingers crossed he don't test me on that. Right. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> we might need to edit this out of the show. <laughs> now I think about it. I don't know if you can threaten them or not. Trust tree. Yeah. But I would never. I don't spank my own kids anymore, really. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're smart, you can if get If you don't need it. it. If right. you don't need to, then you yeah. shouldn't. The worst thing you can do is give unnecessary spankings, because mm-hmm. then your kids get used to it. And right. And like, I am a big deal. You know, that's how it was when I was growing well, up. Well, it's, like it's like a nuclear missile. Yeah. It's one of those things you don't want to use right. it. Yes, exactly. But you need to have that in your arsenal. you got to have it in so the So you can pocket. force a lesser country to do what you want them to do. <laughs> right? Well... <laughs> yes, but like I've said, if you have to hit somebody to get your point across, you're bad at getting your point across. Right. You know, like you're an adult, you should be able to use your brain to get your kids to do what they need to do, mm-hmm. you know? Now, having said that, there are probably people who are out here who know me and my kids that are like, yeah, you can tell John don't beat his kids, <laughs> you know? Because they're not going to sit still ever, you know? Right. Well, you sit behind us in church, you mm-hmm. know, they're rolling around the whole time. Thomas has just now only started sitting up straight, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just because he's getting to the point his legs are too long to fold up and bounce <laughs> off the back of the pew in front of us. So, yeah. No. Well, anyways, don't beat your kids. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just tell them you're going to, but yeah. don't actually do it. Well, and I love the people who are like, well, my daddy beat me with a grandfather clock and I turned out all right. And you're like, well, hey, man, that was probably abuse, you know, <laughs> like, like just because you're abused and you're OK doesn't mean that you need to do it to somebody else. You right. Know? But a spanking, a well-timed spanking can carry the right weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in certain situations, I support that. But I'm not all corporal punishment, John, you mm-hmm. know. Only person I spank on a regular basis is my wife. Because <laughs> she asked you to. That's right. Yeah. That's consensual. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, odd news. Odd news. I always start. Do you want to start this week or? It was at this point in the show I made a terrible mistake. My apologies. Now back to the show. It, well, I'll tell you what. I know we've kind of got a, <laughs> a rhythm. We do. Am I throwing it off? No, nah, let's mix it up. I'll right. start. Because I want to start with this story. And, I mean, we're T for teen. I'm just, we're coming out of the gate hot here. <laughs> yeah, all right? Okay. Um, and I just want everybody to uh, to know that before I start in on this story. We're not your pastor's podcast. Right. Yes. We're not our pastor's podcast. <laughs> Which is probably going to get us in trouble one day, <laughs> you know? Well, hopefully when that day comes, we'll be big enough that it's not right. that big a deal. Well, this comes from CNN, Donald Trump's favorite news site, mm-hmm. CNN. South Korean football club is fined $81,300 after filling stands with sex dolls. <laughs> okay. So they can't have normal fans there because of the pandemic. So they got sex dolls. Now... The reason I wanted to start out on this is because you and I had a contentious <laughs> we debate. If you're not in the Facebook group, you need to join up. Tiny and I had a contentious debate, and yes. I just wanted to to settle this right here on air. Just right, we're not going to put this on right. off and worry about I, it. We're going to settle yeah, now. It's been bothering me for a few days now. And I don't know if I can do the rest of the show <laughs> until we get it worked out. Okay, I claimed that a sex doll is not a sex doll until you have sex with the doll, right. until someone has sex with a doll. Right. And you disagreed. I would just like I to hear your reasoning behind that. Okay. Counterpoint. Okay. You can have sex with anything. True. So can you can you know a grill 
Is that like a sex grill? If, if you, you have sex, have sex it, or is it yeah. just a grill? It's just a grill until you have sex with it, right? Dang it. <laughs> you just came on over to my side. This is the easiest argument I've ever won in my life. I feel like, and again, is there a higher authority that we can beseech <laughs> for clarity on this issue? If we have, if we have any sex doll aficionados in yes. our audience. I feel like if a doll is made for that express purpose, even if it's sitting in the warehouse, no one's going to come in that warehouse and be like, oh, look at that just regular doll over right. there in the corner with a huge chest. <laughs> but <laughs> at that point, it's just a doll. You know, like it's it's not a sex doll. So, OK, hypothetically speaking, because I don't have enough money to get one of these anyway. Sure. If I bought a doll and you came over to my house and it's over there, like, you know, sitting at the desk, sitting on the couch sure, or whatever. Out. Right. In his underwear. You're not going to go tell everybody, hey, Tiny bought a sex doll because it's just it's just a doll, right? Well, I would say this. If you had a doll with a huge chest <laughs> dressed in lingerie sitting on your couch and I came over, I would assume you've already had sex with it. <laughs> Wait, that would be a logical conclusion to make. Yeah, right? but you don't know. Yeah. And well, hypothetically, if I hadn't, and that it's, was, not a, it's not a sex doll. It's just... Tiny's weird, lonely. Tiny's got a doll. Yeah. Tiny likes dolls. Because Tara left him. Right. Took the kids but, and went away. But yeah. I mean, I was thinking the act of sex has to be performed before it's a sex doll. Okay. At that point, it's just a paperweight, basically, right? A seat filler. Yes. So to speak. And my opinion is that it goes back to the original creator's intent. Yeah. What did he intend for the product? True. So. I can see that. I, I mean, I, I I can get what you're saying. So we're just going to agree to disagree. I'm assuming that these dolls in the soccer stadium were not, they hadn't already been sexed up. I haven't well, heard anything about any weird smells or well, anything well, like now, that. Hold on. Let's back up. Okay. Let me echo what you were saying about my my hypothetical situation. If I go to a soccer game in Korea and I see a bunch of sex dolls, I'm going to assume that the soccer team has already had sex with all these dolls. (laughs) You know, there's like a concession stand worker. It's like, oh, what are we doing with this brunette one? (laughs) You guys might about take this home. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to get a uh, milkshake, two straws. Right. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw, I tagged you in something on Twitter. <laughs> Uh-oh. You hadn't seen I it? I hadn't seen it yet. All right. You remember we discussed, and I don't remember if it was in the Patreon or the regular show, the guy from Alabama who has a sex doll last week? <laughs> yes. Well, sex dolls had a baby. She's giving birth <laughs> at home. Please tell me. Please tell me it's like a little cabbage patch doll he, or something. It's a little baby doll. And <laughs> He passed out during delivery. <laughs> the dude is wearing like a shower cap and everything. You know, like he's in the labor room. Okay. <laughs> this has to be a joke. <laughs> I, I, the greatest thing about it all is like in the pictures, there's, a, there's like a big old Alabama flag hanging on his wall. <laughs> like a roll tide flag hanging on his wall. <laughs> Which people like to act like that would bother me being a bound fan. They're like, oh, there's weirdos that are bound fans. I'm just like, I, I know. I, I'm not in charge of those people. <laughs> yes. I can't help but we root for the same team, you know? Yeah. He's just weird. Anyways, let's get back to South Korea and their quote unquote sex dolls, <laughs> up for debate sex dolls. <laughs> right. Uh, South Korean soccer team FC Seoul has uh, said it's been handed a 100 million KRW, which is the Korean whatever, mm-hmm. uh, fine after being accused of placing sex dolls in its stands to add to the atmosphere during a closed match. Sporting events around the globe have been halted because of the coronavirus, but uh, South Korea's K-League is one of one competition that is pushing ahead with matches without spectators. Which they got a they got a guy one here too. Look in the well, you check know, the show notes. It is twenty twenty. He's he's thumbs up too, <laughs> and got a mask on. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, but SC Seoul sparked controversy on Sunday during its home match with uh, Guangzhou in South Korea's top football championship, with the club being accused of using sex dolls to fill the stands. The club apologized, and the K League handed down the eighty-one thousand three hundred U.S. dollar fine 
over the incident. FC Seoul told CNN on Thursday it would humbly accept the decision. The K-League did not immediately respond to CNN's request for comment. Fans criticized the club online and said it, it had blown the chance to show off the K-League to an international <laughs> audience. These people no, got, I think it did the exact opposite. Right. I would have never heard of this team exactly. if they hadn't filled their stands. The with, people uh, that get mad about this yeah. got a big dump in their pants. There's no way. These are the people that are mad about everything. Yes. Uh, FC Soul messed it up, making the league look salacious, wrote one. It's really ugly and dirty. Now, all of these dolls are clothed, by the way. They all have on, like, apparel from the team. Yeah. You know, they're not, like, naked or sitting right. out here. However, others said the whole incident had been blown out of proportion. Those who don't even watch football normally are turning this into a thing, wrote another fan. Honestly, people who don't really care about this just think that they are mannequins and don't pay attention. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, right. If they hadn't put the term sex doll in the headline, I would have been like, oh, these are just some of those dolls that John was talking about. A mannequin can be turned into a sex doll, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, you're going to need some power tools and some modeling clay. But I suppose that's possible. Sure, yeah. Anything's (laughs) possible. I've seen weird signs. (laughs) While fan opinion is divided as to whether the club did anything wrong, the prevailing opinion seems to be that management handled things poorly. The Dawes were in the stands for FC Seoul's second game of the delayed K-League season at the weekend, surprising those who tuned in to watch the game. Some of the figures were holding signs for a company that makes the sex dolls. Oh, here we go. And fans pointed out that they looked like adult dolls rather than mannequins. Responding to criticism, the club issued an apology on Instagram and Facebook Sunday. Um, and this is what it said. Regarding the cheer mannequins, the cheer mannequins, <laughs> cheer mannequins that were installed during the game on the 17th, we sincerely apologize for causing deep concern to the fans, the statement said. Um, they explained that although the dolls were made to look like real people, Rather than conventional mannequins, it had checked that they were not at all related to adult products before agreeing to install them. That seems like they're brand new, never been used. Mm-hmm. So that kind of bolsters that my kind argument. Of- <laughs> Staff went through the confirmation process that they were not adult products several times, said the statement, and didn't notice that an ad for an adult product was visible on the day of the game. That's our fault without excuse, said the club. Regardless of the reason, we apologize again for causing great concern to the fans who love and cheer for FC Soul. Well, so okay, here's my question: Were these anatomically correct dolls, or were they not? I'm assuming they were, but I mean, like you know, you were just reading and said that they were mannequins. Did it say they were mannequins, or people thought they were? People or, thought they, they thought, were thought mannequins. they were. They're clearly sex. What we would label a sex doll. <laughs> Okay. John's got to be careful with his terms here. Exactly. (laughs) But apparently they were not used. (laughs) I didn't buy them on Craigslist or something. And they were all clothed and they probably had all the correct anatomy. I would imagine the male (laughs) ones probably have an attachment feature, you know, to suit whatever your desires might be. What are you talking about? Well, some people like. Some people like a different feel. Okay. That's all I'll say. You know? It's just like anything else. Like if you buy a saddle, you know? Some people like a saddle that feels real good. You know? Some people like a little more cushion, a little less cushion. How do you change Someone like a bigger horn? You know, there's like a smaller horn on it. It's just the way it goes. So do you need a screwdriver to swap that out? I don't know. I would imagine it wouldn't be that difficult. I don't know. I don't have a lot of... Sex doll experience, <laughs> but you I got zero. I have, <laughs> I, yeah, I have zero in person. Okay, right? gotcha. I've read articles about sex dolls. Okay. We've talked about sex dolls. We yeah. got our weirdo Alabama friend who is sex dolls giving birth. I know I have a cursory knowledge of gotcha. sex doll. Gotcha. Which he apparently had sex with that sex doll because she had a baby. <laughs> yeah, but. Huge twist here. He's not the father. (laughs) It's actually Ken. I can think of nothing. Honestly, outside of the death of a loved one, I can think of nothing sadder than cleaning up your own sex. (laughs) 
<laughs> I laugh because that is a hundred percent true. I mean, <laughs> what? Like, there has to be a moment there where you're like, "This is the lowest point of my life." <laughs> yes, but I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Hey, I tell you, you know? what, you can only go up from here. <laughs> that's right. That's a that's a weird place to be, you know. And I'm all for people doing what they want to do, but yes, that just has to be a moment. You have to have some like self. Well, I know certainly myself. If I found myself in that situation. I would be ready to just end it. <laughs> yeah, know? I think so. I do too. You know, I, mean, I just spent like eight hundred dollars on this, and now I got to clean it up, and I'm just done with life. That's it. You know, <laughs> I'm just done with life. I don't know that I would go marry an ugly woman. That's what I've said all the way. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me back up and uh, say that we've had some complaints. Oh yeah, we have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> uh, we have a Patreon who wanted to make sure that you. And the rest of our sexist, misogynistic audience knows <laughs> that there are ugly men who, for whatever reason, cannot, they still can't go marry an ugly girl. Well, I, I'm not saying they're not ugly men, and <laughs> yes. I'm not an ugly man, but I feel like we can all meet up with somebody, right? Well, this patron says no, so. Well, I hope this patron enjoys her sex doll. <laughs> Let's edit that out for like, <laughs> take their donation back. I was making jokes here. Let's not get everybody, nobody get upset. We're just making jokes, okay? We're just making jokes. Everything I say is 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 humor and satire. Okay? Not I think everybody's beautiful in their own way. Yes. You know. Mm -hmm. And what I find attractive is different than what other people find attractive. Right. So if you're out there and you're an ugly guy. Don't, I mean, you can find a woman. You got skills, you know? Yeah. You got uh, brains, you got intelligence, mm -hmm. you got humor. You have a lot of things you can rely on as an ugly man to go get a woman. So you can do it. And I, I'm not, I feel like the Patreon is wrong. I feel like everybody can find somebody. Let me just uh, pass this along. Now, it, it turns out I didn't need this, but, but my idea back when I was in, when I was a teenager, was to volunteer at like a blind school, okay, <laughs> and to marry like a really really pretty blind girl. That was my plan. <laughs> that's brilliant. Really, <laughs> that's that's brilliant. Modern problems require modern solutions. I mean, Tiny. I mean, when I was when I was sixteen years old, my thought was, man, if she can't see, all she'll be able to see is the beauty inside that's of me right. that my mama keeps telling me is there. That's a romantic comedy. We should write that. We should 100% write that. That could be a rom-com. Who's going who's gonna to play our uh, volunteer? Seth Rogen would be the guy, right? You know, because he's kind of like goofy Slubby. Yeah, right. That would be hilarious comedy. Yeah, I could write that. Nobody take my idea. My first thought was Louis Anderson, but okay. uh, I think that might overdo he's it a little. A little old, you know, <laughs> yeah. that he's, might overdo it a little. Well, you got to think about it. you got to get people in to see the movie. Yeah, you know, I don't know that people and, are going to go buy and a you still need, for Louis Anderson, and you still need the ladies in the audience to leave the theater thinking, "Yeah, I might date that guy." Yeah, I might date an ugly guy, even though I can see, I now see the beauty in the yes. ugly guy's soul. Right? That's not going to happen with Louis Anderson, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, I feel like if we could get Seth Rogen on this, <laughs> yeah. I could go places. Yeah. And I just want to say to the Patreon, I, I'm a little offended you think ugly guys can't find anybody. I've already thought of the title of the movie, Love is Blind. There you go. There you go. I think there was a reality show called that. Was there? Yeah. Where I don't know. They tried to pair up ugly dudes and Maybe. hot blind girls. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I know nothing about the blind community. You know? I don't. Either. I don't know any blind people. Do you? No. Yeah. I don't, where are they? I don't know. There's a whole C and I dog industry out there, so there have to be blind people. When I was 16, I didn't have the internet yet, so I was not able to research this. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find anything in the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're looking for a local blind school. <laughs> yes. To volunteer at. I, I just don't. I just don't see a flaw in your plan. <laughs> yeah. there, there is none. I know. It's like, I'm winning a woman on my personality. Yeah. My personality alone. Which is really what we all fall in love with, right? Well, that's all That's all what we claim. No, I mean, it's the truth. If, if well, it's true love, yeah. then yes. If you I marry a, a woman or a man because they're good looking or they got a cool car or whatever, mm -hmm. then you're an idiot. You know? Like, you're just a, an idiot. But that's 90% of marriages, though, right? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but most people are idiots, right? But hopefully it'll last beyond the uh, the newlywed phase right. or whatever, and something yes. beautiful will grow out of that. But I tell my kids all the time, Libby too, and Thomas and Hudson, like, if you're going to fall in love, there's nothing wrong with falling in love with somebody who's good looking. But <laughs> right. you got to make sure there's more there than just that. Right. You know? So this has been Talking Love with John and Tiny. <laughs> Our new podcast, where we give relationship advice to those addicted to sex dolls. If anyone out there in our, our audience has a said, absolutely, doll, I would love to talk to you. I'm going to be no like judgment. I'm going to be like John, and I'm going to assume that that's just a regular doll because it's never been used for its intended purpose. Now, I want to talk. I want you to call. I have several questions. Right, several. And no judgment. I know what I said about it being really sad, probably cleaning it up. But I'm sure y'all got something worked out. I was talking about myself in yeah, that instance. Right, that would too. be sad for me. Yeah. So you think you just throw a water hose in it, just <laughs> run one, one up in there, drag it out in the yard? I don't know. Like, what do you do? Alcohol swab? I tell you what. I'm gonna. <laughs> if I see that, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving by. You think it's like some guy with his wife out there or whatever. You're like, wow, he has that hose pretty far in there. You know, <laughs> and on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, right. There's kids out There's here. Kids out here. <laughs> He's like, no, it's just my dog. You know, <laughs> just cleaning her up. <laughs> well, John, let's talk about knights and swords. Oh, before in we, England, before you there, I just want to apologize to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we came out of the gate hot. Yeah, I know. I, know. I was sitting here thinking, man, I should have gone first. <laughs> Guns blazing. This is the last time I'll ever be allowed to go with the first story. Let me apologize to everybody. And I mean, I don't know about your stories, but looking at my stories, the rest of the show is pretty tame in comparison. I don't know. Maybe not. I may keep going downhill. I don't know. All right. Uh, Armed police called to the scene of a knight with a sword. Okay. Now, this story... Was it's a little old for whatever reason. I just didn't see it in time to talk about it last week. But because because I know you and your uh, struggle against the nerds of the world, I wanted to talk about this here. Okay, thank you. My long-standing <laughs> feud, <laughs> yes. nerds versus John. And now you don't even like their choice in a uh, sex partner. <laughs> Which, Nathan, who called in, you know, yeah. we talked. He's our, my friend on Facebook now. He called me a nerd, too. Okay. So shout out to Nathan. Yeah. And all the dolls in your stands at Badger Stadium. <laughs> don't be re- don't be reporting don't be reporting posts in the Facebook group either, Nathan. All right. Let's not do that anymore, okay? Okay. So we were talking about how much I hate nerds. <laughs> right. Okay. Armed men were called after a man dressed as a medieval knight with a three foot sword was spotted out for his daily exercise. Okay. Three members of the firearms unit were sent after a family saw Lennon Thomas walking at Hendry Lake in St. Melons, Cardiff. Okay. Uh, somewhere That's in the UK. It's over in yeah. Sadie's neck of the woods. Probably some of her kin folks. Possibly. Yeah. Onlooker said that he was confronted at gunpoint and he looked shocked when he was told to put down the blade. He apologized for his lapse in judgment. Quote, perhaps it was a little stupid of me to bring a sword as from a distance it does look realistic, said the 20-year-old Dungeons and Dragons fan. Okay. So apparently it wasn't even a real sword. He's got a fake sword. It just looks, it's, I believe in the LARPing community they would call that a boffer. Oh, yeah? I think so. I don't know a lot about LARPing. I went down a rabbit hole, a YouTube rabbit hole on LARPing, and it was some of the most entertaining stuff I've seen in my life. My favorite LARPers are the motorcycle people, you know? <laughs> yes. That are like, you know, they work at like the doctor's office. Like Wild Hogs, the movie. I don't know what that is. Dude, it's a great movie. It's not about Arkansas football? <laughs> no. no. I'll never watch it then. <laughs> well, anyway... <laughs> However, the rest of my outfit was simply me practicing a hobby of mine. Life is a lot more fun when you don't care how weird you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is, buddy. <laughs> I joked to some passersby who saw the incident that if I were in America, I would have been shot on sight. Would like to agree that yes, but not because you have a three-foot sword. Right. Yeah. It's because you're dressed as a nerd. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that is why you would have been shot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> First of all, I take offense to that. All right. Like, not everybody's getting shot down here. Now, we shoot a lot of people. Let's be honest. We will, and our police will shoot people. We all shoot everybody. Police, Mm -hmm. civilians alike. 
but you probably wouldn't have been shot until you didn't put down your fake sword. <laughs> right. And then at that point, you'd have been shot. Yeah. And we would all sit around and be like, don't bring a sword to a gunfight. <laughs> you know? Also, I mean, three foots may be a bit much, but down here, down south, everyone's got a got a knife on their person. Yeah, right. So exactly. it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I mean, we're all carrying a blade. I mean, if you're allowed to just strap on a sidearm and walk down the, yeah. the street, no permit, no nothing, yeah. I don't see why a sword would be yeah, such what's a big, big deal. deal? Yeah. I, I would not be shocked to see a guy walking around Walmart with a sword. I think now, believe it or not, I've actually looked at the law. Unless it's changed, I think it's 12 inches. Yeah. If you have it's a blade flow, that's flow. over 12 yeah. inches, then that's going to be a problem. Yeah. But right. so long as it's 11 inches, you can have a big old huge yeah. knife on your side. Yeah, right. Like Crocodile Dundee. It's a dagger, that's what I would say. <laughs> dagger. Yeah. Daggers just sound cool. The dagger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got a good laugh out of it at the end. South Wales police said that they were called to the incident at five, at 1510, which is 310, yes. on Wednesday following a report from a member of the public. Officers were deployed to the scene where they located a young man who was who was in fancy dress carrying a toy sword, said the four spokeswoman. Fancy dress. <laughs> fancy dress. <laughs> uh, no criminal offenses were committed, and the man was giving su- given suitable advice. Mike James, 31, was walking around the beauty spot with his wife Heather and son Theo, the three of them, when they saw the, in- the drama unfold. The whole thing was really surreal. He looked like someone out of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> The guy we saw walking around in his knight's outfit and carrying a sword, I thought that was a bit weird, but I thought he must be an actor or something, so I didn't think much more of it. About five minutes later, armed police arrived and said that there were reports of a suspicious-looking person. I told them it looked like he was doing laps on the lake and that he should be coming around shortly. (laughs) The police ordered him to put his sword down, and they confronted him. Uh, they had a chat with him for a couple of minutes, and apparently the guy told them that he was trying out a new outfit and that he was walking around the lake to get used to the weight okay. of his outfit. The armed police were good as gold and even had a picture with him afterwards before letting him go on his way. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, buddy, sorry we drew down on you. Can we get a quick pic for the Facebook <laughs> page? Picture. Oh. Yeah, he was a big time nerd. <laughs> so, I was expecting like the whole night helmet and stuff on him. If no, you're wearing a cloak, you're a straight up nerd. You know, he looks like uh, he's just left the forest of Lothlorien <laughs> in Middle Earth. <laughs> um, I take back my previous statement about what the saddest thing in the world would be. <laughs> I spoke too soon. I feel like when you are crafting your fake sword to walk around mm-hmm. with that, you have to have a moment there where you're just like, man, I went down a dark path here. But even even these guys have friends that they meet up with to sure. do all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, they got to roll like a yeah. D12 die or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I've played Dungeons and Dragons. No! Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I have never played Dungeons and Dragons. I would like to point out here that this is a little. We've just switched for, roles for someone who's never a nerd. I'm not. This looks bad. I'll tell you how it went down. I had a friend in high school who I love, by the way, and he wanted to play. Was it's, it James? No, no, no. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, though. Yes, but no. And he wanted us to play, so we all went over to his house and played one night, and we like you know drank whiskey and smoked weed and stuff. Mm-hmm. So because we weren't nerds. All right? <laughs> And it was entertaining for about five minutes. Okay. You know, because, and then the rest is just like, it's like them telling a story and you got to go along with it. Right. And they'd be like, well, you went down this way. And like, well, no, I didn't. I don't, I wouldn't do that. You know? <laughs> They're like, well, you got to roll the die to decide what you're going to do. And I'm like, well, this is lame. And we're just storytelling here. That's how that went. So I've played Dungeons and Dragons once. Okay. Also, when I was in youth group, I was told Dungeons and Dragons was, like devil worship stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Well, that, that was the 80s. The sure. Everything, panic. Was, everything yeah. was devil worshiping back then. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But uh, I would never. I, okay. Maybe you can help me. <laughs> well, I had a question. It just popped in my mind. What is the difference between LARPing and cosplay? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, I have neither LARPed or played cosplay. Okay. So... 
maybe I'm not the best authority on this, but it is to my understanding I do have a brother who's into cosplay. <laughs> sure, right. Yeah, so I figure you would know because I know Bradley's yeah. into it. Cosplay is you dress up as uh, most of the time movie characters or video game characters or anime characters, just whatever's in popular culture. Right. You dress up as that character and you try to look as much like that character as you can. And then you go to conventions. It's like Halloween, but it's not Halloween. It's, you know, nerd convention. Right. There's no other way to put it. Nerd convention <laughs> yes. is aptly as an apt term. Yeah. Now, LARPing, on the other hand, is when you dress up as your character, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Your D&D character. Right. And then you go out into the woods somewhere and you actually try to act out your D&D campaign in real life. Oh, okay. All right. So if you uh, say you're a wizard and you've got all your stats that you have in your D&D game, you still have to roll to find out if you can cast your spells or do whatever. Right. And, uh, you know, you've got your sword, which I think they call them a boffer. It's like a foam sword. Yeah. That, you know, you've gotten yourself and it <laughs> you, you hit somebody with it. It does like so many points hit damage, and there's some other nerd in the corner who's actually trying to write all this out and figure out how much damage wow. that so and so has done. Okay, we uh, we call those people down here Civil War reenactors, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they may not be as heavy on the math, right, ironically yeah. enough. <laughs> well, they already know who's winning and losing, anyways, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, I had a guy one time that was, I knew he was a Civil War reenactor, really mm -hmm. into it. He came to work on my air conditioner at the restaurant, and somehow we got to talk about guitar, and he wanted to play guitar with me. Mm -hmm. So he would come and meet at the night, and we would play guitar. Only songs he knew were ACDC songs, mm -hmm. you know, uh, which are all the same song. ACDC, every ACDC song is the same, essentially. Right. So we would play, and then he would try to convince me to come. He'd be like, oh, we're doing the Battle of you know, whatever, Stone Creek. Civil you know, War yeah, reenactment. Right. Okay. I got a uniform you can wear. And I was like, no, can't <laughs> can't do it, buddy. No, buddy. But he moved off somewhere. I don't know where he's at now. He was older than me. I would like to say that I found some videos on YouTube one time where a guy was doing some instructional LARPing videos. Okay, instructional LARPing. Well, yeah, just basically uh, people who are not actually part of the campaign. Oh. They call those people muggles. And so he ha he had this whole section. I wish the world could see my facial expression <laughs> when he said that. Where it's like, what do you do if you're acting out whatever and a muggle comes in? Well, you just be polite as possible and you just stand off to the side and you let them pass through, you know, and then you go back to your whatever. You know, <laughs> don't ever, never, never try to draw a muggle into the fantasy. That's a big no-no. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, well, what do you do when you die? Uh, these people had a makeshift graveyard set up and you go to the graveyard and resurrect, you know, yeah. and then you can go back to doing whatever. And the guy was explaining it and he was like, usually I just like to come out here in the cemetery and just uh, stand for a few minutes. So they're goth kids just <laughs> well, hanging out in a cemetery. Well, it's hilarious because this friend who was doing the video with him, he like walked up and, and took his boffer and acted like he cut off his head and he just... Falls down dead on the floor like he died for real. <laughs> and then he gets back up and he continues with his presentation that he's making, explaining okay. all these rules. Well, this guy does it again and he falls down again. <laughs> and then he gets back up and he's like, quit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, man. <laughs> like, like he couldn't just say, okay, we're not playing right now. Like, I'm doing the video. I'm trying to make a video. I need to get views so we can get some ad revenue <laughs> yeah. and I can buy a new shield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, um, let's move on here to, <laughs> okay. to another, uh, controversial person <laughs> okay this comes out of wiley texas mm -hmm. texas deep in the heart of texas uh wiley mayor defends religious belief that only men should lead public prayer okay okay in an email the mayor of wiley said only men should lead the prayer at council meetings and cited two bible verses about women remaining silent okay <laughs> a lot of problems right there by the way <laughs> The mayor of Wiley is defending himself after an email he wrote to the city count to a city council member over the weekend. Uh, as a magician, 
minister, and mayor. Okay, well, well, here we go. <laughs> Eric Hogue. Oh, we know some Hogues. <laughs> uh, wears many hats. Over the weekend, his role as minister and mayor met as seen in an email obtained by a political blogger and then was posted online. He's a minister, he's a mayor, and he's a magician. And a magician. Okay. Yeah, he's like, watch me pull your salvation out of a hat. (laughs) (laughs) I was just flabbergasted. It's 2020, said Mary Shaddix, a Wiley resident who saw the post. Now, I'm not going to read his email because mm-hmm. they got excerpts in here, but it has, if you want to check the show notes, the whole email. Um, the email exchange began Thursday when a council member and Mayor Pro Tem, Jeff Forrester, asked Mayor Hogue if a local missionary group could come out to our next meeting and lead us in prayer before the meeting. Mayor Hogue agrees, saying with one stipulation, uh, which is, quote, that those leading the public prayer be young men. So, mm-hmm. I'm a Church of Christ preacher. And a, and I'm a member of the Church of Christ, and we take the New Testament literally, Mayor Hogue said. In the email, Mayor Hogue quotes a Bible verse that says, Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, and also, also saith the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for women to speak in church. Now, Beth Moore's head just exploded. (laughs) All right. Right. It goes on to say, what I will say is women can do absolutely anything and everything, but if we're in a public setting, in a religious setting, the Bible teaches that she's not to say a public prayer or to lead the singing or to deliver the sermon. Um, The mayor pro tem said, Jeff Forrester said, I don't share those same beliefs. Hmm. He got out in front of this one. <laughs> yeah. Like, nope, let me just say, I'm, in. I'm not on the same side of the fence here with you. It is 12 years of mayor. As Mayor Hogue says, he's only selected men to lead council meeting prayers. And then we go back to Mary Shaddix here, who's a resident, disagrees with his beliefs. Mm-hmm. That's his right in his church and his home, but he cannot bring it into government office. Well, she does make a point there. I mean, if you're if you're taking the Bible literally here, as he said, then you know women shouldn't talk at all, right? <laughs> I guess they should just go ahead and not say anything, not say good morning, not say nothing, so long as you're in the church. I guess. But number two. This is City Hall. Yeah. This isn't the church. It's not church. So right. what's the big fuss? I don't know. But I do know that uh, it, we may have some Church of Christ listeners listening to this. So I would just like to point out that this is not all Church of Christ. But you go to you know the, the Church of Christ that I know who, what would you say, the, the old generation? Yeah, hardliners. Hardliners. Yeah. They think they're the only ones saved anyway. Right. Yeah, they're the only ones <laughs> going to heaven anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. First of all, I love our Church of Christ brothers and sisters, right? right? And uh, I think they do a lot of good work mm-hmm. and everything. And I look forward to sneaking up on a bunch right. of them and scaring them in heaven. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you didn't know I was here, did you? But the uh, the hardline Church of Christ people make Baptists look like <laughs> they do just liberals. <laughs> I mean, super liberal. You know, like when people talk about Baptists, sometimes I'm like. Have y'all never heard the Church of Christ? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Have y'all ever heard any of the stuff that they're into? You know? But, you know, I don't say that to disparage what your interpretation Mm -hmm. of those uh, verses might mean. Right. Um, I don't see them the same way, Mm -hmm. but then again, I'm not looking to get into a debate on that right. on the podcast. <laughs> I thought it was just funny that this mayor guy was stupid enough to put all this in print. That's a phone call issue right there, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You don't email that to anybody. Mm-hmm. If you have those beliefs, which for the record, I do not hold, <laughs> then you make a call. You don't put that in an email so it gets circulated around. Mm-hmm. So I would say this guy's unfit to be a mayor. He can't learn how to skirt the the freedom of information laws here. <laughs> yeah, and also, um, again, there are, you know, the Bible is an excellent book. Uh, I believe it is chock full of wisdom that is just as deep and rewarding now as it was when it was written. But, you know, we are fallen people. With a broken understanding, sometimes I don't. I don't think any one human person out there, you know, other than Jesus, 
had the ability to perfectly understand it all. Sure. So I think there's room for disagreements on the yeah. interpretations of Scripture, and I also believe in grace. So, hey, you know what? If, you're, if your best friend disagrees with you about the interpretation of a text, you should be able to just agree to disagree. Right. You know? Well, I don't have a problem with women praying in church. Their feet are smaller so they can get closer to the microphone. <laughs> We're at the podium, right? Everybody knows that. <laughs> right. God made them that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look, if somebody were to tell my mom, like, she can't leave mm-hmm. prayer or whatever, it'd make me real mad. Yes. Yeah. If somebody calls on Brenda to pray, she's going to pray, you know, mm-hmm. and she's going to do a good job. But uh, attitudes change over time. You're right. You know, the treatment of other people of uh, different sexes, races, or whatever, change over time. Scripture is scripture, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like there is some room for interpretation in that. And right. That's all I'll say. I'm not smart enough to go down some sort of theological debate. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to Bible college like Tiny did. <laughs> I was wasting brain cells at regular college. So, <laughs> And also, I mean, I think every single person needs to – Keep it in the back of their mind. Hey, you know what? You could be wrong about this. Well, you ain't gonna get that out of Church of Christ, right? <laughs> they are not wrong ever. As about evidenced anything. by this article, I mean about anything, man. <laughs> so there's a man from my hometown, big COCer, you know, <laughs> COC, and, yeah. And uh, I love him, great dude. Yeah, just cannot even entertain the possibility that mm-hmm. he may be wrong about minor doctrinal points. Right. Uh, not even anything major. Just can't even fathom well, I, it. well, typically, I mean, you, you can't get past the no music. That's a big one right there, buddy. And, and they'll say that music isn't scriptural, but you know what else isn't scriptural? Electricity. Electricity. Yeah, right. <laughs> I bet y'all turn the lights on, though. What about that air conditioner? There's no mention of that in the New Testament. I don't think Jesus spoke on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it can't you can't debate Church of Christ people. <laughs> and like I say, we got some Church of Christ listeners. I love all of you, and mm-hmm. I'm happy that you're that locked in on what you believe. And and you know what? Maybe you are right. Absolutely. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Now I, I do think I'm gonna be in heaven with you. I really do. <laughs> and uh, if I turn out to be wrong on that, I turn out to be wrong on that. You'll have the last laugh. But I'm 100 percent confident I'm gonna be in heaven with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're just going to look back and be like, wow, really, really messed that one up because I'm going to be laughing at you then, you know? <laughs> yeah, but there's no telling what I've got wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look, I've already said, like, I've made so many mistakes. I've probably interpreted Scripture wrong so many times. Worst you, Christians ever. Yeah, you right don't want to be behind me when they're replaying, hey, this is what you did wrong in the line. <laughs> you know, it's going to be, you better pull up a chair. It's going to be a long, 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 long episode of, look at all the screw-ups John did, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I have to account for all my sins. We are the unwanted voices of Southern Baptists for a reason. True. Yeah. yeah. Un- unwanted is probably the strongest statement. Yes. Which I still want to find somebody to rip us up online, like some prominent Christian. Uh, you know, it's, I don't think it's hard to find that, other than the fact that just nobody knows about us. True. Oh, yeah. No, one thing Christians love to do is tell other Christians they're wrong. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. That's one of our favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, why won't anybody come to church? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> why are our attendance numbers dropping? All right. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to... I'm going to cut this. This I'm going to pick one more story, and it's going to be my last one because we've been talking a while. We have. So, or what do you think of Blake Shelton? Um, I don't know a whole lot about Blake Shelton mm-hmm. other than he was married to Miranda Lambert and then was messing around with Gwen Stefani. And mm-hmm. now they're together putting out really bad records. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I don't have a huge opinion of Blake Shelton. What if I told you he was trying to kill a lady? Okay. Wouldn't surprise me, honestly. <laughs> I don't trust Blake Shelton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he cheat on his wife. He'll kill somebody. Yes. Right. <laughs> Hawkins County woman called 911 said Blake Shelton was trying to kill her. Okay. Mooresburg, Tennessee, a Hawkins County woman was arrested Sunday after police said that she called 911 and said country music star Blake Shelton was trying to kill her. Police responded to Robbins Lane in Mooresburg and found Mary Myers. Myers told police there was a man in the woods with a knife. Myers said that she and Eric Church were dating, oh. and Dolly Parton was flying in to see her, okay. according to police. 
Wow, she's got some connections. <laughs> All true. I would love to meet Dolly Parton, by the way. <laughs> Authorities said they responded twice for the same reason Sunday. Police said that they found an open bottle of vodka on Meyer's table in the camper. No match that. Which, I mean, it's her camper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see how that's a big deal. Yeah, no. Myers was charged with misuse of 911 and taken to Hawkins County Jail. But, I mean, if you were just minding your own business, hanging out with your boyfriend, Eric Church, yeah. and Dolly Parton was coming in to see you. She's coming to hang. And Blake Shelton was out in the woods with a knife, <laughs> threatening to kill you. Kill you. Yeah. Would you not call 911? Absolutely. I, I don't would. see how this is misuse yeah, of 911 right. here. Blake's jealousy wasn't invited to the party, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So bad look for Blake. <laughs> bad look for Blake. I guess that's it. That's, that's the story. It. Just, <laughs> I'm going to end it right there. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> this is how I'll end the story. Free Mary Myers. Okay. Hashtag free Mary Myers. <laughs> Let's get her out. She did nothing wrong. <laughs> yes. Uh, you want me to do one more? Yeah. I had a quick one. All right, so Tiny, if I told you that Border Patrol agents have caught some people smuggling 590 pounds of a substance in, what would you think that substance might be? I would think it was illegal drugs. Okay, well, you're wrong. It's baloney. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that is that wrong? Is that against the law? I don't know. Every time I go to the beach in my Speedo, they say I'm smuggling baloney. <laughs> so I don't know. This, I've never been arrested for it, okay? <laughs> but I, I like the comfort of my bikini swimsuit. <laughs> I feel like I swim better with it. Okay. And I've just heard, you know, various ladies say, that guy's smuggling baloney. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant. Border Patrol agents have seized 590 pounds of smuggled baloney and cold cuts in Texas in two different incidents. The first incident took place back on May 13th, uh, and the the driver of a GMC Arcadia uh, arrived from Mexico, and the driver initially did not declare any na- agricultural food items during primary inspection. So then when they checked it, yeah, I guess the old police dog <laughs> hit on it. Imagine a police dog picking up some bologna. Uh there were 35 rolls of pork bologna and nine rolls of cold cuts. And uh, they were found in the back seat and cargo area of the SUV covered by blankets and other items. So they were actually trying to, to smuggle, to hide. That's right. These cold cuts. And then on the following day, a driver of a Toyota Sienna arrived from Mexico and did not declare any goods. And they found him with 14 rolls of bologna mixed with clothes in the rear storage area. Uh, the meats in both incidents were destroyed by agents. So I just want to say, Border Patrol, just a tip. Maybe the people with all the meat that's going to be stink. I mean, like bologna, is, it's got an odor to it, right? <laughs> right. Or throwing the dogs off of something else that was rolling through. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud here because right. I can't. Maloney's not expensive. I can't see why you're smuggling in. That's about to say that's an X because that was going to be my question: is yeah. can you actually make money by smuggling illegal Mexican maloney <laughs> I have no into idea. the states. Mexican maloney a- sounds delicious, though. <laughs> by the way, I mean, it's, if it's got like little jalapenos yeah. cut up, right? In it, yeah. Oh man, do you like maloney? Mm-hmm. Okay, I do too. I like. No, I mean, I'd okay, rather fried. Don't get me wrong. If you ask me what I want, I can have anything I want on a Friday night. I'm not going to say bologna sandwich. Sure, right. But I tell you what, I mean, just bologna sandwich and a and a bag of chips. Yeah, it's a bad. great lunch. Yeah, I like a fried bologna. I like to fry it. Oh, yeah, with some egg and some cheese. Oh, no, just regular, just throw it in a pan, a little bit of oil, and brown it up a little bit, heat it up, throw mm. it on the bread. Well, that, that's that's fine, too. Toast your bread a little bit, throw but, it on there. But breakfast sandwich, where you got the, you toast yeah. the bread, you got the fried bologna, and you got some egg and some cheese on it. That's, that's good, not bad. too. It's good. A lady I work with does bologna bowls. And I know what that is, yeah. I'd never had heard of it. Mm-hmm. It was like you fry the bologna, you know, it like bubbles up. Yeah, you don't cut. Yeah, you don't no, cut up. You typically do the. You cut the X into right. it so that yeah. it, it comes out looking like a Maltese cross when it's done cooking. <laughs> That's right. You don't do that. Right. And it like turns into a little bowl. Yeah. And then you put mashed potatoes in it, she said. Oh. Something else. Okay. In the bowl part of it. Well, delicious. Like, that sounds, delicious. sounds delicious and unhealthy and right up my alley. Especially so. if you put some gravy on those potatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd drop some bacon bits on it. Oh, talk about snap. A little bit of cheese, too. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm hungry now.
And you know what would really go with that baloney bowl? The one thing that would set the baloney bowl into outer space orbit is Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, bologna, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. Now think about this, Tiny. You make your little bologna bowl, Mm -hmm. right? Put some mashed potatoes in it. Top the mashed potatoes with your own hand-cut Cajun Curl Spice potato chips. I I think there probably wouldn't be a better meal in the entire world. We need to start a food truck. No. Oh, wait. Someone's no. already doing that. <laughs> yes. we. He does have a food truck coming. You're not tricking me back into the restaurant business, Tiny. <laughs> I've already learned my lesson. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you can find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. Now, we just gave you one. Right. right. <laughs> that, that'll probably be coming up on the on the website. Michael Scott would say that's a golden ticket idea. That's right. Uh, You can also locate your nearest retailer on CajunCurl.com and order your own spice there. If your local grocer doesn't carry uh, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. And here locally in Tuscaloosa, Northport, it's available at Vowell's Fresh Market on Skyland, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and Piggly Wiggly on Lurley Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. Got to keep this U.S. economy rolling, and there's only <laughs> one way to do that, and that's to buy Cajun Curl. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code, exclusive promo code, EOP10, that's EOP and the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Well, John, let's go to the phones. Okie doke. Our first voicemail comes from our new friend, Nathan. Okay. I have a little bit more respect. It's Nathan for Alabama now, after your Penguin Poop episode. Yeah, a little bit more respect. Maybe. I'll think about it. Bye. A little bit more respect for Alabama. Just come on out and say it, Nate. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. You were wrong, and we were right. Yeah, it's okay. It's not a big deal. I make mistakes all the time. Like yeah. that Like that one time I thought that Wisconsin was going to win when we played him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's not be mean to Nathan, all right? Yeah. He's not an Ohio State fan. <laughs> There's no reason to be unnecessarily mean to him or a Michigan fan. Uh, but, yeah, Nathan, thanks for calling in. Yes. Thanks for being my friend on Facebook. Anybody who's listening, if you want to be my friend on Facebook, yeah. come on and find me. I'm not hard to find. My profile picture isn't of me, but you can find me. Yeah, Nathan didn't send me a friend request. Oh, that's a tough look for you, Tiny. Well, I would have turned it. I would have rejected it anyway. So <laughs> I, I, I accept I accept all covers. If you want to be my friend, you'll get tired of me before I get tired of you, I guarantee it. <laughs> yes. John has a very high threshold for for nerds. <laughs> for anything. Because he's my friend. <laughs> I take it. I, I, I'm, I accept everybody. Yeah. I'm a very accepting dude. And then, a lady who needs no introduction, <laughs> so I'm not going to give her one. We should name this, what's Jacqueline's last name? Oh, I can't we, Well, we can't say it on the show, even if we did know oh, it. I was going to say, we should name her like <laughs> the the Jacqueline Johnson phone segment, you know, <laughs> yeah. hour or whatever, and just have all of her voicemails. Is her last name Trump? Is she, <laughs> she kin to the Trump family? Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get a phone call. <laughs> Hello, I am calling in on condition of anonymity. Anonymity. No, I'm just kidding. It's Jacqueline. Hey guys, um, 
first of all, appreciate the uh, smart and sophisticated thing, but uh, yeah, no, my husband and I both uh, flat out disagree with that. Anyway, um, I'm loving that this podcast is getting longer and longer and longer. It's, it's great. Um, way more time to be listened to. Uh, thanks to you, I changed my ringtone officially on my phone because, uh, yeah, I uh, had to because I kept hearing it through the radio and then I would hear it on my phone and I was confused and my little pea brain can't handle that much pressure. So I changed my ringtone. So you win. Thanks. <laughs> That's all I wanted in life. Alabama wins again. <laughs> <laughs> Or Canadian national champs. <laughs> um, the show this week was great. Uh, it was just, it was one of my favorites, uh, aside from the sports stuff. But anyway, uh, Tiny, if you get a true crime podcast, totally on board. John, if you get a sports podcast, I'll subscribe. <laughs> we'll talk hockey. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk hockey. I like it. And knowing John, he'll talk about all kinds of stuff that's yeah, you vaguely me, sports related. You can't keep me on task. <laughs> it won't just be about how great the... Uh, <laughs> Where are you going with it? Let's go. I'm ready. I'm anxious to hear what you're going to say. It won't just be about how great a baseball player that Tim Tebow is. It'll also be about his mission work in, in the Philippines. But Tim Tebow's not a great baseball player. <laughs> But you got to listen to John Sportscast That's to find right. that out. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Tune in. Uh, yeah, I'll have it on in the background while we're doing something else. Um, anyway, the the story about the serial killer, there's no way it wasn't going to comment on this. The serial killer expert. If I had known that there was such a career as a serial killer expert and all I had to do was read 20 books on it, <laughs> I am there. <laughs> well, there you go. I really don't think there's anything stopping you. Right? <laughs> Jacqueline is already a better serial killer expert than Stephen Burgoyne. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed you can recall his name. <laughs> I mean, I do have, you know, I have a great career in public health and blah, 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 and whatever. But I could, I mean, come on. I could be the foremost expert in serial killers. I've read more than 20 books. I've seen every episode of Criminal Minds, Law and Order, you know, all those shows, every movie about them made. I mean, England, if you need a new expert on serial killers, hit me up. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're already a commonwealth, right? <laughs> yeah. Of England. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, aren't they a commonwealth? I don't know. Clear that up for me, Jacqueline. <laughs> I don't think they really like being called a commonwealth, though. Uh, they... Maybe Monica told me that. Hippie Monica. Okay. In an email. So, America, we kicked the British out of our country and True. said we'll take care of our own stuff. Right. Uh, Canada still bows the knee to the crown. Canada just kicked the Arcadians out. Then they came down to Louisiana and created a beautiful culture of food and music. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and if you need me to make up a story, uh, I can tell them that my parents were murdered by Charlie Manson 10 years before I was born. That was believable. Anyway. Um, yeah. So great show, guys. Again, it was one of my favorites. Uh, I understand the sports have to happen. So it gives me a minute to tune out and think about something else. Love you, Sam. Oh, I love you too, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, I do. Uh, she's great. Mm-hmm. Also, just had a brilliant idea. You can cut this out, but uh, we should do a parody on Charlie Manson, but it'd be Charlie Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be like the Charlie Daniels family murders or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the Charlie Daniels family murders would be amazing. You know? <laughs> Basically, just tell the entire story of Charlie Manson. But change his name to Charlie with a, with a fiddle playing, cowboy hat wearing, you know, yeah. the devil went down to Georgia. He had some people to kill, you know. <laughs> I, I think this is not a work. terrible idea. It's not. It's, it's not at good. all. Good. Yeah. We need to get it all filmed and then release it right after he dies. Because <laughs> he's getting on up there, you know. Yeah. All right. Well. I would like to thank all of our patrons who donate to the show, but I would like to send out special shout outs to Mr. Chris Tipton, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. James White, and Mr. Todd Glover. 
You guys are the fantastic five of the Earth Oddity podcast. You're the reason that our wives will allow us to sit in a closet together and talk about odd news and then do extra content for those who donate. And we thank you so much for donating to the show. Got a whole nother show coming for you. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So all you other guys that aren't in on it yet might want to join up. Mm-hmm. Get a free show. And not only are we doing another, well, it won't be free show. <laughs> You'll be paying $5. but Free for the low cost of $5. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> but before we do that extra show, we've got a extended segment That's coming right. up too. Every week you get more. <laughs> you yeah. get more oddity. If you would like to donate to the show, you can go to patreon.com slash earth oddity. Sign up at the $5 level, get an extended show and a bonus show once a month. Okay, yeah, come on and join for real. Be one of the cool kids. With that said, we're about out of time. Is there anything you would like to just say before we go? Just will tell everybody thanks for listening. Yes. Please remember everything I say is just jokes. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't have enough energy to really care about anything. Yeah. Uh, just my family and my life. That's really all it is. So, but if you do want an apology, just send us an email and we will immediately. I will apologize. definitely apologize. <laughs> yeah. I have no problem apologizing. I've been married long enough. I know how to apologize. So, he is. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that. With flowers and chocolates. No, oh, no. <laughs> no. That's not what I give when I apologize. You get a whole lot more. Okay. It sounds dirty, but it's not. But I was talking about a spa day, but whatever. Okay. Everybody who's had a dirty mind started thinking something else. If you would like to help out the show, but you can't afford to donate to our Patreon, the one thing you can do is tell right. somebody else about the show. It is free to tell people. Yeah. Right? Be like Nicole and tell your mom. Yeah. Uh, I admire, I admire Nicole's bravery right. in telling her yes. mom about this show. That is a stunning and brave thing to do. My mom listens, too. Maybe <laughs> my mom and Nicole's mom could be buddies, like internet buddies, yeah. and uh, talk about what a weird person that I am. They could start a Facebook group called the Moms of Earth Oddity. Earth Oddity Moms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. Well, I believe that's going to be about all we can do today, that's at right. least at this point in the show. But you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on them all. If you would like to donate, no, not that. If you would like to write into the show, sure. we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Just send us money through there. <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody figure it out. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's right. We got cash out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> if you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity. That's right. Occasionally we post show art. You can check that out, underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. But the best way to get in touch with us is we have a phone number. What's mm-hmm. that phone number, John? That phone number is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. Call now. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. That bird needs to shut his beak. He's getting after it. <laughs> We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.